Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we break down the art and science of storytelling. This podcast is brought to you by Six Second Stories. I'm your host, Rain Bennett, and today's episode is about the ABCs of storytelling, the nuts and bolts. How do we do it? How do we make it happen? How do we build our stories? What is the structure? Now, the first thing I like to tell people that I'm working with in harnessing their storytelling craft, their creativity, is that there's a simple, simple structure that many times we overlook. Now this is whether we're telling stories on stage, whether we're writing stories, or whether we're making films. And it's that the story, every story, has a beginning and a middle and an end. And it's that simple. And a lot of times that structure will dictate where you go, how you tell your story. It should dictate where you go and how you tell your story because if you start talking about something or writing about something and you don't know where you're going to go, how in the world are you going to know how to get there, right? It's broken It's broken down into that simple structure for a reason, right? There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. We're not just going to get up there and rant or talk about a theme. It's not an essay, right? We're telling a story. You know, even when I write essays, I like to have a story woven in there, something for people to latch onto and and carry, you know, carry them with. It's a journey. We're taking them on this journey, right? It's a ride. We're going from beginning, middle to end, right? A lot of times when I'm doing competitive stories on stage, people will talk about the theme and they'll just kind of tangent and and digress and go all over the place. And it's just like, where where are these people going? 
And you get judged on that. You get judged on the technical ability of storytelling. And that's one of the main things. Is it a story? What's one of the easiest ways to decide, decipher, figure out if it's a story? Does it have an ending? Or do you just leave leave us out there with no, you know, you don't tie a ribbon on it? So that is the first place I like to start. And a lot of people, when I tell that to them, it's like you see a light bulb going off. And to me, I didn't, I didn't, you know, at first I wouldn't think that would, I, I would think that would be obvious, but I don't think it is. It tends not to be because a lot of people hear that and they're like, oh yeah, such a simple place to start. That's how we do it. That's how I do it. Start with the basics. And if you've studied playwriting or read plays or (laughs) written essays which you know we just talked about there it's still kind of that same structure right if you write a paper and you learn how to in middle school or high school you know you've got an intro you've got the conclusion and you've got generally I mean depends on what age you're in but like you've got like your three body paragraphs where you know your three different subjects you're going going to discuss it's very similar to to that structure or the three act structure in in playwriting right you have the first act, which is kind of like the intro, the beginning. You meet your characters. You have what they might call in screenwriting the inciting incident, which is the the thing that launches the character into this journey we're going to uh, join him or him or her on. And then you have the second act, which is usually a bit bigger, a bit longer, and that's where all the conflict starts to happen. That's where we have this rising action, right? So we start off. We have this little intro. And it boom, it spikes up with the inciting incident. And then we're going to have rising action and conflict, problems that the characters have to overcome, struggles, obstacles, all that sort of stuff that keeps us like keeps us sitting and watching a movie for an hour and a half or two hours, right? All the fun stuff. And then it kind of climaxes at the, the, the peak of the conflict. And then there's a little bit of resolution. So it's not a full like symmetrical arc. It kind of goes up, goes up, goes up, peaks, and then there's a little bit of resolution, but you divide that into into three acts essentially, and that will help shape your story as well. And in those three acts, you kind of have the beginning, the middle, and the end, right? And that helps you that helps you decide how you're going to tell your story, what story you're going to tell, what you're going to leave in, and what you're going to take out, right? We talked about that last time: how to tell it efficiently, how to tell it simply. I've done movies before where I had way too many characters and sometimes people can get lost in that. And so you got to whittle it down and follow, tell that big story that you're trying to tell, whatever themes you're trying to touch on, whatever messaging you're trying to get across, which is what we're doing, especially when we use this for business, you feed that in through the, 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 you know, that's like the medicine you slip in the spoonful of sugar is the story, right? And that's like the, the, the micro, that's the little arc we're focused on. You might have themes and the bigger story you're trying to tell woven in there. So you don't want it to be too broad. You want to follow a small group of characters on that journey. And there's a lot of different journeys that you can follow. But as we've kind of alluded to already, the thing that carries them, the most important thing that carries your audience along that journey is the characters. Characters are everything. Right. Like that's where it all starts. And that's that's because as an audience member, we want to have somebody to to root for or root against. We want to have somebody to relate to. Right. And there's a saying, but it's like that characters don't have to be likable per se. They just have to be relatable. You just have to understand what they're going through. And that's why people get criticized all the time and works of art stories get criticized all the time for having one dimensional characters. That's because they're not realistic. 
You can't relate to them. If you're evil just for the sake of being evil, it's like, well, that's not who's who's like that. That's why even with the anti-hero, which is so popular and popular now, made popular by probably Tony Soprano from The Sopranos, but now we see it. Don Draper, Mad Men, Walter White, you know, these these bad people that we root for. That's because we've shown you, or you know, the producers and the showrunners and the writers have shown you that there's more sides to them and there's a reason that they're like that. And there's also some endearing qualities which make you relate to them as a human. So you're like, oh, come on. I just want you to make the right choice even though you know they're not going to. So characters are everything. We follow this character on that journey that we talked about in the beginning, the middle, and the end. And what happens in that character's arc in that beginning, middle, and end are three things that line up very perfectly with the beginning, middle, and end. And for any story, what you're going to have is a challenge, a choice, and then an outcome. I'll say that again. A challenge, a choice, and an outcome. The challenge is basically the conflict. That's like what happens in that first act. What sets them on that journey, right? What is the conflict that they're going to be facing? The choice happens somewhere along the lines in that second act there's a lot of choices that are made there's the first one for them to go on to this journey but there's a lot of choices along the way that are made too and so another word i like to use that's a little bit better perhaps is a change every story is going to have a change happen right something happens in that person's or that character's journey that changes who they were or where they were going or what they were trying to accomplish right otherwise we don't we don't have any reason to watch if jimmy is you know is a jerk on day one and he's a jerk on day 10 and that's that's a wrap that's your movie like why are we watching i don't i don't get it you're not you're not i'm not learning anything you know i i hated him in the beginning i hate him at the end that's not what we want as 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 viewers and the audience of stories right we want that change to happen and then because of that change there's going to be an outcome. That's act three. That's the resolution, right? What happens because of that change that they make? Obviously, if it's a character we're rooting for, you know, we want them to we want them to win. We want them to learn something. We want them to grow from that change. You know, there's a point too. We, your characters don't necessarily have to be human, right? And I've said that before in a workshop, and people are like, what, what, what do you mean? Let me give you an example really quickly. I worked with a nonprofit in Durham, North Carolina called Durham Green to Go. And it's uh, takeout containers that are reusable. Kind of like in New York, you check out a city bike or in Durham, you have like a lime bike or something like that where we're sharing it. This is a shared to go container that many restaurants in the area are participating in. And so I would go to this restaurant, get my food to go in this green to go container, take it back home, eat it. Next time I went back out into town, near any one of these restaurants that participated, I can just drop it off at the bin. Dirty, just leave it at the bin at that that uh, restaurant. One of the employees, once, twice, three times a week from Green to Go, would do their rounds, and they'd stop by and pick up all the dirty containers, take them to the wash facility, clean them, have them sparkling and ready to go to ship back out and distribute to restaurants that, that needed more inventory. And then, boom, they're back on the shelves, nice and clean and ready to be filled with food again. So really great for the planet, really great for the town. We're not throwing away so much trash, so much plastic and you know piling up landfills. I support it. I loved it. So I was like, hey guys, I reached out to them. I wanted to work with them. They wanted to work with me. Boom, we made it happen. 
part of what I do when I work with nonprofits is show them what's some simple ways to tell stories that aren't, that are cost effective, that get the point across, that don't sit there and tell you everything. Like, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is why we're great. This is why you should buy our product or work with us, right? It's all about them, them, them. So I said, hey, I got an idea. What if we do a day in the life of a green to go container from the perspective, from the point of view of the container, right? So I strapped, just strap a GoPro on the container, have it sitting there in a restaurant. Somebody comes up and gets it, fills it up with food, takes it home, eats it, returns it to another restaurant. It gets picked up, carried away on a bike, taken to the wash facility, washed and cleaned, taken back to a restaurant, and boom, it's sitting there waiting for the next customer. They loved it, clearly. It's an awesome idea. But that's it. Your character is a container. It's an inanimate object on that one, but it's so cool because you've given it this life. It's kind of funny. You know, you're seeing it ride, or, ride all around town. It's like a love letter to Durham. You're seeing all these like hot spots behind it. Um, and we've taken them on this journey, right? It's literally a day in the life. That's a perfect arc. There is a beginning, a middle, and an end, you know? And that change happens when we eat. We eat the food. We return it back. And it gets clean and now it's gone through this transition and now it's ready again at the end of the at the end of the video waiting for the next customer. But what we really did throughout that that neat little engaging, simple to produce, simple to uh, to, to shoot video is we told everybody what what green to go was. We broke down what the company does who it services, how it's helping the world and the environment and the community. We gave all the information we needed to without using any words and without talking at people. This is one of my favorite things about storytelling when it comes to, to branding and marketing strategy is like, this is how you get things across without making it all about you. It's about who you are affecting and impacting and helping, right? Perfect example. So just another example of showing you guys like how characters are crucial, okay? Crucial. Don't have too many. Keep the story simple. Follow that story. And then weave in your themes and your information, your call to action in the narrative. Just as an example of a journey that the character would go on, there's several different documentary film styles or movie styles, but one of the most popular uh, is the hero's journey, right? Made popular by Joseph Campbell, if you know him, the writer. And probably the best example of this uh, is Star Wars. And George Lucas was a big fan of, of Joseph Campbell. And I think they even talked about it. And Joseph Campbell mentioned that that is like the perfect example. But the hero's journey is uh, just a perfect st stereotype, archetype of of the, the stories that, that we can tell, right? And it's 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 very simple. You know, we have that inciting incident which launches them uh, on their journey, right? For Star Wars fans, it was when um, it was when Luke, the farm boy, uh, living life as normal, he gets this droid and finds this droid that has a message, a message of help from from Leia, like "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're 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 our only hope," right? So that's when Luke's world changes, right? He didn't make the decision to join that yet. That happens later, but that's the inciting incident that like launches him on this new journey instead of just going to get some droids and doing work back at the house now he's like well who the hell is this ben kenobi or obi-wan kenobi is it ben kenobi and he finds him then he learns about everything and he comes home his aunt and uncle i'm spoiling the hell out of star wars episode four it was made in 77 hopefully you've seen it but he comes home and his aunt and uncle uh are killed and now he has no choice and then he goes and attacks the empire uh they all live happily ever after 
But the journey, the hero's journey is very simple. This is like your typical breakdown of any story, any hero's journey kind of goes like this. And you just would fill in the blank to make it make it your own story. But it goes like this. Once upon a time, there was blank. Could be a, a farm boy living on Tatooine. Could be a green to go container. Once upon a time, there was blank. And every day, blank happened. Until one day, blank. Luke finds the droid with a message in it. And because of that, blank happened. And because of that, blank happened. Until finally, blank. And then every day since, blank. Which is like, they live happily ever after. So if you look at that, and that's out there, there's plenty of plenty of websites that have that breakdown. Like That's another thing, like that beginning, middle, and end, or challenge, choice, and outcome. That's another structure piece that you can look at to make sure your story is going where you want it to go and it is in fact a story and we're not just talking about things or themes right so to reiterate we're following a character and we want to see change in that character's life that's what we're looking for that's what we're latching on to we want to see that change and how they overcome the obstacles that is at the core of any story so the last thing I want to talk about today is themes. We've talked about that a little bit. And you can have a story, especially for your business, that's character-driven or narrative or story-driven, plot-driven, whatever you want to call it. And you can also have projects that are theme-driven. I definitely think that story and characters are above theme, right? But theme is definitely important. There's a project I am working on with the Carcinoid Cancer Foundation. They're a, they're a client of mine where we start off each episode, we're doing a, a series of short documentaries. And each episode, we know what theme we want to talk about. These, this is a rare cancer, incurable cancer. So we're looking for people to see how they emotionally navigate their diagnosis of this cancer. So we're looking for stories of how they deal with this diagnosis and love, how they deal with this diagnosis and their job or their work. Can they have children? Um, faith, friendship, you know, there, there are these themes we knew we wanted. And then we kind of worked backwards and then we found strong stories and characters that we thought and knew could, could pull that theme out in their stories or that theme was inherently in their story. So we still put the stories and the characters first, but we knew that this theme was going to be established one way or another. And it was on me to pull that out. What I think generally happens in documentary or, or nonfiction storytelling is you find a story, you find a good character, and you kind of know this general direction you're going to go. And maybe you have an idea of certain themes that may pop up, but generally I find that the themes start to emerge in different parts of the story. When you watch your first cut, your rough cut, and you see it, you're like, oh, this, this, every, we keep coming back to this thing of family. Like it's not, you know, it's the group that they're with. Let's say it's, you know, uh, uh, I did this film about extreme calisthenics and how is this community building device in low economic areas in, in New York. And it was getting kids off the streets and out of gangs. And they were making this new family around their workout friends at the, at the pull-up bar at the park. And so, yeah, that was a perfect example of like where you might see something that wasn't necessarily like your nuclear family still being in that theme of family. So... I'm just using this for an example, but that's one that comes to mind quickly. Like, oh, I'm seeing family here. And then this is kind of family too. And you start to notice that there's a theme that's kind of popping up. 
when I see that, I see opportunity. So when we recut it or re-edit it or do our next pass, then that is when I double down on the theme. So now that I know that it's organically emerged, then I start to really double down and push that button even more and make that that theme, you know, that we have woven into the fabric of the narrative, make it even stronger and make it even a, a stronger thread in that in that fabric. In the Carcinoid Cancer Foundation series, it happens too. I did one about love, and it was about a love story of a man and woman. He was there for her in the tough times of the diagnosis, etc. But even being theme-driven, when I did the first cut, I started to see that, oh, well, she also talks a lot about love of family. And she also talks a lot about love of her job. And then, of course, the core story, which is the love of her partner and how that has helped her navigate this diagnosis. But love was just oozing out of that story right love is everywhere and so now we've subtly <laughs> you know beaten your audience over the head with this like this this theme and so they'll they'll get it you don't need to tell them that's the theme you show them right we've already learned that that tip show don't tell but that's how i like to address themes which are important they're definitely important but i don't think that they come before structure characters and story so these are just the basics. We are going to dive deeper every week. I can't wait to dive deeper with you guys and, and, and hear your stories and work with you on that. But this is a good place for us to start. When you know that you want to use storytelling, you don't know how, you don't know where to start, start with the basics. The masters are the best at the basics. They work the basics in anything, right? In sports, in, in business, in storytelling, right? The masters always go back to the basics. So start here and build out. Start with the beginning, the middle, and then the end. Once you have that structure laid, then you can make it deep and layered and all these different textures and make a beautiful story. My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. And join us next time on the Storytelling Lab. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.